Hello and welcome to the Crystal Core Radio Podcast. That's a dramatic entrance bringing in with the super chill in ways to kind of offset this A and B style uh, with a super chill, chill, cool, awesome, incredible Final Fantasy 14 creator. Uh, how many adjectives can I throw in there? Uh, Moody Boomba, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> the uh, Today, we're going to have some fun. It's been a hard week for everybody out there in the world. And uh, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy 14. We're going to cover some news today. We're going to just generally hang out with the community and just talk about our love and joy uh, for content creation for Final Fantasy 14. Get to know Moody Moomba uh, more. If you guys don't follow her, her links are all in the description of these videos and of this MP3 format. Now, speaking of MP3, as a special announcement, in case you're now just catching with the uh, Crystal Core Radio podcast, we have renamed it. Uh, we, If you didn't see those uh, that information, the Casual Hardcore podcast is no more. It is now Crystal Core Radio, uh, namely because Casual Hardcore is a weird flag for YouTube to continually worry about as to what that podcast is about. So it's going to be Crystal Core, which is a Square Enix and MMORPG-focused podcast. So thank you guys for hanging out with us live, Twitch, YouTube, and MP3. Now, I do want to say WG Productions and Keeland, as long with Luke, who have supported this podcast, bringing it day and date into mp3 format you can subscribe to us on everywhere that the uh, podcasts are found just search crystal core radio uh, and it should come up if you're not already subscribed and you get that day and date because of the kind generation uh, generation uh, generosity of the community you guys want to help uh, fund and support the podcast yourself you can go check out ginger gaming radio for more information on how you can do that and get your name listed in the show notes that's the uh, announcements moody why don't you Take a couple minutes, introduce people to who you are, how you stream, and what got you started. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, my name is Sarah. I'm Moody Moomba on Twitch and all the other places. Um, I usually stream with fewer technical issues, but not by much. <laughs> um, I play Final Fantasy fourteen mainly. Oh, goodness, it's me. <laughs> I play Final Fantasy fourteen mainly. I've been playing for probably almost five years now, I would say. Um, I love it. It's my happy place. I also do some variety games. Like tonight, we're doing Moody After Dark, and I'm playing The Witcher 3 currently. Um, probably going to be playing it forever, honestly, because it is such a big game, and I like to just run around on my horse and live my best Witcher life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I play a main scholar in Eorzea, and mostly my fam and community and stream is very focused on just hanging out, chilling. Uh, we do a lot of casual content. I don't do a lot of raids, but I'm looking to get into some learning groups for those. And we just kind of hang out in Eorzea and see literally everything that it has to offer. So what actually gets you started hitting that go live button? Because you've been playing Final Fantasy for 14 years. Have you been streaming that entire time? I have not been streaming that entire time. I used to stream um, with a friend on a different channel for a while, and I just really took a liking to it. Um, like I would hang out on their stream and I was like, you know what, this really just feels like something that would be fulfilling to me to build a community and being able to hang out with my friends every day. And so I just kind of went after it and started and it has been so amazing and a beautiful journey so far. And I think Eorzea has a big part to do with that because the 14 community is so beautiful and so welcoming and like, it's just been a really, really great experience. Yeah. And I made so many good friends like you guys. Oh, thank you very much. Flattery gets you everywhere, I guess. Chris, I guess. <laughs> dude, how's it going with you, man? Uh, what you've been up to in games? You've been doing some interesting challenges. Why don't you tell everybody what's going on with the stream and what's coming up in the next couple of weeks? Well, recently, um, I'm playing less MMOs than I was before uh, because some MMOs make choices. So I've decided that that creates more time to level up jobs I wasn't going to get to before Endwalker. I don't have all my jobs leveled. And so I was going to just try to like level a couple of the roles and then maybe knock out the rest during Endwalker. And then I looked at it and there's what, like 2,300 levels in the game to get every job to 80 and Blue Mage to 70. Uh, and I only have like 330 to go. And so if I do 25 a week, every week between now and November 1st, I have two weeks off before the expansion and an Amaro mount to ride into the expansion. Ooh. That's Where? a really so, good mount. That's a really good mount. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of caused me to chase. And like, it's all this neat things. Cause like now I'm learning about this mudra system that everybody's always bragging on. And I'm like, the first time you get a mudra, you're like, this is kind of weird. And then the second one, you're like, do I need to have like a 10 key for this? Cause like the order matters. And I'm like keying in serial numbers to trigger these things. 
And then the first time you trigger the one you want, like on the run, oh, this is this is good. This is really good. They're so fast too. They're fast. They're very fast. And if you get it wrong, you get to have, you get to wear a bunny. So oh, they're so cute though. I love them. It's like it does, it's such a weird penalty. Like I and know. that's and you're a bunny. Oh, okay. And you're, yeah. It's, so what's so going on cute. with uh, subs and gifted subs? Like, uh, give everybody an update as to the. Current... Oh yeah, we're we're doing all sorts of things right now. We're just winging it. Uh, come, I'm I'm about to take two weeks off, and then I come back the third week of August, and we're going to celebrate five years of work to game, and we're going to be five giving years. away all sorts of stuff. We got a whole five. bunch of stuff to give away. That's awesome. Um, and have a good week. And Brian's going to cover the two weeks in between and stream four hours a day, five days a week while I'm gone. And right now, on days that I play Final Fantasy 14, every time somebody subscribes to work to game with Prime or subscribes themselves or gives a sub, I add to the total. And at the end of stream, I give away 10,000 gil times the number of subs we got to a random sprout. So you subscribing, you get nothing, nothing, but my thank you. But we go find a random sprout and we ask them if they're new to the game to verify that they're not AFK and that they're off the free trial. Yeah. Because uh, like, otherwise I can't trade them. And then we just hand them like half a million gil and say, That's thank you sweet. for playing 14. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so um, it does give me a reason to start getting back into gil making, which I'm really excited about because you guys are draining my gil rapidly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the support has been on uh you know unimaginable uh so it's like thank you guys i just like i thought it was such a funny idea and then you talked to me you're like well like i wasn't expecting this kind of turnout maybe i should lower it to five i was like no chris keep it at 10 and just go make <laughs> gill just, man like, just go make that gill. we get a day and i was like it's no big deal like i know the average number of subscribers we get per day i can afford this and then somebody decided challenge accepted yeah and then like even brian hopped in on that yeah, like, I, well, I, I can i can make chris broke yeah let's let's go. oh <laughs> so you think fun. you have more gill than i do fool <laughs> <laughs> the uh one of the ideas i really just i just liked that idea i was like that sounds like fun because somebody in the game is all of a sudden just like minding their own business <laughs> and just a random guy comes up and just like yeah, here you go. And it's such a unique, interesting way to kind of capitalize on like Gil and just being able to kind of take like, yeah, I've got years of this. What am I doing with this Gil outside of the fact that you are working towards your uh, obviously the gilded mounts and, and more. So you guys are only making that more of a process. Yeah, <laughs> up and down. So we do appreciate you guys' uh, support in that matter. Now, I want to jibe, uh, jibe, man, my words today. Same. Uh, yeah, it's just like. Well, okay, the was... current, at the current burn rate, I could afford to do this for a month and a half. Okay. The uh, and, then I'm, I, and then I'm broke. I was just wondering, like, <laughs> if Chris ends up setting himself up for a Ludwig situation of like, I'm gonna keep streaming for a subathon, and every sub, I'm gonna add more time to the clock, and then it's like, and 31 days later, he is now like the most subscribed to Twitch yeah. streamer in the world, which is just insane. Ended up in Gil debt. I borrowed. I borrowed Gil from some really bad people. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go break your chocobo's legs. <laughs> All right. I want to toss over here to, uh, let's see here. Uh, that's the wrong one. And oh yeah, I, mean, I should probably add it to stream there. It's that's how we do it. Showing off the news guys. So Yoshi P actually pinned another letter. I feel like we're just being inundated with the letters from Yoshi P. We'll cover this. We'll get Moody's thoughts and we'll just talk about it. And then we'll just keep going on. If you guys have questions for us, Moody in, uh, you know, specifically, please sound off. Uh, over on the YouTube, so that way I can highlight your uh, your question or comment uh, on that regard. So, hello everyone, this is producer and director Noki Yoshida. I'd like to begin by thanking you for your cooperation during the congestion and outages that we've been experiencing in recent weeks on North American and European worlds. And while the last weekend saw the worlds max out with their login numbers, we're now able to keep things running at the upper limits. And in order to maintain an enjoyable play experience, will continue to improve the server environment and keeping a close eye on logins while optimizing the systems. Thanks for the update, Yoshi P. That's been interesting to see his response and it's the how- third update. Yeah. In an initial response and then two subsequent updates. Yeah, and this is also, uh, I think in contrast, not days. not to not to dive into obviously just the junk of the week because we want to keep this just chilled and positive. Uh, that's three updates from somebody who doesn't natively speak English or is not necessarily like the confidence in English. A Japanese-based company I feel so communicated to right now. I really like that. Even if it's bad news, it doesn't leave me to speculate against the chaos of the social media. I'm not getting my news 
from, you know, insert social media, you know, star here, I'm getting it from Yoshi P. And then if social media star comes out and is like being ridiculous about it, I can say, well, this is actually what is being communicated versus what somebody is being hyperbolic about. Right. Somebody comes out and I can't even log in. These guys can't even run their servers. And we're immediately like, well, that's not that's not fair. Right. Because we have that context. Yeah, it does yeah. help. All right, let's continue on. Regarding the Sage job icon, I learned something from here. So if you guys don't know, there's apparently something that we're going to all learn together. Uh, now then, I'd like to share some news regarding the icon for the new Sage job, which was recently revealed on the Endwalker special site. When we released the new details for Sage and Reaper on the special site, we also included their icons, not thinking that were particularly big reveals. However, we soon received feedback from players all over the world who told us that the Sage icon made them uncomfortable or fearful. This aversion is known as typophobia. I hopefully I said that right. Uh, and those who have it feel disgust and fear when they see clusters of small holes or pumps. The severity of the reaction varies between people and what triggers it uh, in some may not do so in others. But regardless of such differences, you have given us your earnest feedback and there's still time to change things. So considering also the fact that the job icons are prominently visible in the game and that they also appear on merchandise, we've made the decision to redesign the sage icon that in and of itself like continues just to reaffirm that why i love yoshi p and the development team of 14. i think i like this icon better oh I like yeah it better i actually I like do. the little angle to it yeah i didn't realize like once you see this like for anybody who's curious you can go look up what the old icon was because that was that's still on the internet i i would be curious to see if anybody actually prefers the old icon because this does mm -hmm. feel way cleaner uh, I there really, yeah, I was like, well done, guys. Uh, the design yeah, con better. the design concept is unchanged with the icon being based on the four nautiliths, uh, which form the Sage's ar uh, armament. The holes in the original design were added uh, for detail, but they ended up appearing as a cluster. To address this problem, the new icon holes, uh, while accentuating the design concept, now a comparison will inevitably be made. And some of you may prefer the original, but we believe that the designs like this are things that grow on you as you play the job and ask for understanding as we head into Endwalker. That's it for me. As always, thank you for playing and your continuous support. Please keep enjoying the game, Yoshi P. So thank you, Yoshi, for that. I think that's fantastic to see in this regards. What do you think, Moody? Uh, is this, like, what's the old icon? And like, do you have this like rare <laughs> uh, type of euphoria? Um, I don't, I have heard of it before. I think it's tryptophobia. I think thank you. you said it. Thank God you're yeah. here. <laughs> um, it um it's definitely i mean it's a legitimate like scientific thing and i think it's just so cool that they got that feedback um it's not the most widespread 16 percent, but it's a phobia and i think it's awesome that they heard that feedback from what must not be like a huge subset of the player base and they're like you know what we're going to take the time to change this amidst everything else that they're going through right now and dealing with which i really appreciate i appreciate hearing from yoshi p directly like you said um the communication in 14 has always been such a delight and i didn't know that they changed it to be honest with you until recently i didn't know that the icon was even out yeah. like i was focused on so much other stuff about the expansion but i like the new one a lot more and someone told me they think it looks like a duck foot and that delights me so i like it what do you think chris i mean so uh, uh you know all the way at the corner of search and google it tells me that 16 percent of the population has at least some level of this but that doesn't mean that this particular icon made them feel that way um that it's a, it's a spectrum um and so i'd have to i'll probably end up deep down a rabbit hole on an nah website later reading about this because i'll find it fascinating um i think there are times when sometimes you don't need to worry about how much something impacts somebody else. There are times when somebody asks you for something that's so little sweat off your back, it's just not worth questioning how big of a deal it is. So like, is this a big deal? Is it not? I don't know. It honestly doesn't matter because to fix it, they just had to change an icon that's going into a game that doesn't release until November. It And they changed it in a minor way. And so like, it's such a, it's not like, it's not like they're like, oh no, but we already printed 5 million job stones physically that we're <laughs> mailing to each and every player. Right. And now we have this huge production issue to undo before. Like, it's not like, it's not like there's some big cost here. This is, we, we had an icon. We now have a new icon. The game hasn't even released yet. 
it it's over. And so on its own, I don't really think this is much of a story, a, be, a story because the story in my from my perspective is group of people had problem with game. Dev said this is easy to fix and they fixed it. It didn't impact me either way. And to those people it makes a huge difference. And this is a game that regularly reaches out to players. So this is not atypical that they hear people out. They have regularly heard people that have said, hey, I have a, a unique form of colorblindness. Can you adjust this one boss mechanic? They've done it. Hey, uh, this one boss texture is really hard for me to see. This one room is really hard for me to see. Can you fix that? Tons of things have been changed about this game for visual disabilities. So like for me, this is a non-story also because this game has a pattern of being this respectful. So this isn't some like, oh my God, I can't believe they hurt us. It's this company that regularly listens to its fans, listen to its fans. That's a non-story. Uh, the reason I ended up taking a break on stream to film something and put out on Gaming Kind about this is that this is a stark contrast to other games. Stark is such that, a polite way of saying it. Don't listen. <laughs> and so it was that two things came out on the same day that both should have been a non-story, should have been somebody complained and we decided to address it and 99% of the population should not be, you know, or 84% of the population should not be affected or maybe even know that this was a thing that could be experienced. And instead one of them is now we have to go hear about this on Twitter and I don't know what's going on. And it feels like they have bigger problems right now or wow. Once again, kind and humble, like, Hey, I I'm so sorry that I didn't have this fixed. Like, I already apologized twice this week for not having the servers fixed for my game being too good. Like it, it <laughs> it's too strong. <laughs> it's, it's just unreal that we've heard from Yoshida three times in a week and a half after the 14 hour broadcast, immediately after the 14 hour broadcast. And then we're going to have the media tour in September. And then there's still another event in October, right? They're still telling us more news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like this, we're about. And there's going to be all the interviews that are coming out, and then his last Q and A during the 14 hour broadcast took 43 live questions. Yeah. It's the story here is that this isn't a story because we're so used to getting an obnoxious level of feedback, like a ridiculous level of feedback. If you had a friend that called you to ask how you were doing as often as Yoshi P interacts with this community, you would delete their number. Oh my gosh, like, it's stop me. calling me. This is a crazy <laughs> amount of care. Like every three days, Brian, I just had to call you real quick and tell you that I love you, man. Dude, you, you already, I know, I know I'm supposed to say that feels nice, but like you called me on Tuesday and on Sunday and last Thursday. You like, know what's funny I though? I get it. What's really funny. I still love you, man. I still well, love you. I love you, brother. Uh, <laughs> what's really funny is like, uh, like words of flattery and, and uh, is my, is one of my main love languages. So it's like you just saying oh, that yeah. like made me feel really good. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, so it, it, it is. It's so funny because it's like, I, I don't know if like, and this is not necessarily related to gaming, but I always kind of view people's relationship with games in the same kind of like ways of love language in that regards. But like Julie is quality time. And I mean, she loves it when I spend time with her. I'm not a quality time. So it's like I have to make that mental effort to go and make sure that she's being fed from her love language in that regards. Now, everybody has all of the love languages, but we always respond to, to them in different ways. And so it's somewhat like randomly, I, I've just been working a lot and I can't, I know you, if anybody's been following the channel, they've heard me say that, but I really can't quantify it. But Julie just looked at me like, uh, like a couple weeks ago and she's like, Brian, thank you. You're doing a really good job. You're a really great provider. And I cried. Oh. <laughs> like oh i needed that that was so like i was like oh my gosh like it's so stressful sometimes just like you know like life life can be stressful in that regards but i learned three things today from this post three things first the n walker hype site is up i have no idea how i missed that <laughs> oh i didn't know that either <laughs> i well exactly so i'm glad i'm not when you said that i also was like Man, thank God I'm not the worst content creator, even though some no. people think I am. Um, two, that the Sage icon has been shown off before. Completely missed that. I was like, yeah, they oh, showed that to us. I, I couldn't remember. Like, I was like, what? And so then anyway, regardless, I still, whether it's categories that I still also saw the new one. So I learned what the new Sage icon uh, looks like. And three, I learned about a new phobia. I was like, I didn't know oh, I had no idea what that was. 
And uh, so I was excited to learn that. Chris, why don't you take over? I hear probably children rapping on my door. So I, I, I think really the news here is, uh, Chat said it exactly right. This one is man known for doing his job does his job. But we are at a point in gaming where like that's the bar. Like the yeah. bar is do your, do your job. Uh, and so I think what is shocking about Final Fantasy is that they've been able to continually show up when the whole world has been filled with adversity in the last two years. And so they've been able to continue showing up and doing that going into an expansion like this is incredibly important because this is a time that is ripe for misinformation. It would be really easy to believe that the stat squish is going to make you weaker, that they're going to mm -hmm. delete your belts without you knowing that you're going, that this is the finale to the game and it's just going to shut off afterwards. It would be really easy for any of those three forms of misinformation to get out there and somebody misunderstand something and those become a reason not to play a reason to quit a reason to badmouth the game when none of them are true uh and communicating with us regularly and consistently has meant that if you didn't hear them the first time maybe you heard them the second time if you didn't hear them the second time maybe you heard them the third time they're saying it in written form they're saying it in video form they're saying it on websites it's being said by content creators like it they're making sure that this information is unbelievably out there so that when somebody does accidentally say, hey, I heard one little thing and I assumed this, immediately us as a community can say, well, let me fill you in on some context because they've educated us, they've shared with us, they've treated us like adults. Um, and it makes Endwalker feel like we're all going into this together it feels like we're all going in on the same page. And it's really neat because you have people that have been playing since 1.0 was a disaster. <laughs> That's Yoshi P's word. Uh, and, and you have people who are literally downloading the free trial right now. And we are all going to go in on exactly the same footing, um, which is incredible. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And it doesn't mean the game's perfect. It doesn't mean the game has been or will be perfect, uh, but it is really good. And I, I'm, I'm really excited for Endwalker. I, I don't know. What are you gonna do first in Endwalker, Mumba? I am going to hit the MSQ because I don't want any spoilers. I'm gonna try to get in there as quickly as I can. And I wanna see what the islands are about. But I know that once I step onto the island, I will not step off of it. So I'm going to hit the story first. Yeah. And then I want to level everything else. And somehow you're going to have to pry me off of the island, basically. But I have to know. I have a lot of theories about what's going to happen. And I won't say any because there's spoilers. But I have a lot of theories. So have you Have you played an MMO that's added side content that's drawn you in before? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've played WoW for um a number of years I'm not going to be specific about, but a long time. Um, I do, I have played games that have had side content before. I've never played anything like Final Fantasy XIV where every piece of side content feels like it could be its own game, basically. Okay. Everything is so involved in a good way. I mean, it's definitely a high learning curve and it's a little bit intimidating to Sproutlings. Um, so I always try to be encouraging on that. I was very intimidated at first as well. Um, like trying to read the map when I first logged on, I was like, I just can't do this. I told my friend, I was like, you will read the map and I will read the quests to you and we will do this together. Um, but since I've learned and everything I do, I just got into breeding cocoa and cocoa racing. I know I say cocoa weird. I say, um, I, uh, I used to say Chibobo. <laughs> Chibobo. Chibobos. And it's like, somebody's like, there's not a second B. I'm like, Chibobos. there's always been a second B to me. <laughs> there <laughs> will always just, be like, a second B to you. Yeah. I've said it that way since I was like a, a wee sprouting myself. So what pedigree are you up to? Five, four, four or five. Okay. So I just recently got into it. I just recently learned that you can feed your burb every time. Oh you yeah. Up. Yeah. It's a good use for MGP from make it rain. It is. And it will help you a lot. With yep. the go do your fashion report. Go, go put yep. some vendor gear on, get yourself 90,000 MGP and yep. buy chocobo lettuce. Yep, exactly. Circle Fancy chocobo lettuce, <laughs> chocobo fruit salad of speed and so whatever. Cute. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I honestly don't know. I mean, I have been playing for so long. I play every day except for Sundays. And sometimes I play on Sundays off stream. And I will not run out of things. Like, I have to do things. I have so much I want to do before Endwalker. I'm going to try to get everything to 80 as well. 
Um, How far are you? Like, where, 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 what's your progress on on the leveling? Uh, I'm about halfway. I'm currently leveling warrior and bard. Why two? I love all of them. Why two? Halfway. I level warrior. <laughs> Wait, what? The halfway seems far. I was like, I don't know if I can do. I don't you know if do I can it. do the last eight jobs out of the thirty or whatever. Just start. Stop You're like, it. nah, screw it. You can totally do it. I promise. Months is still plural. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I level two at a time because I have tanking Fridays. I tank on Fridays. This is my last tank to level. I'm so excited. And then I would level something else throughout the week usually because I've recently become obsessed with leveling, which has been very fun because there's so many sprouts running around that seeing everybody out just makes my heart so happy. Um, but it gives me a good feel for the differences between the classes as well. I still have a long, a long way to go. I mean, halfway is, you know. We got a lot to do, so I'm going to be a busy little bee until Endwalker. <laughs> you are too, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I feel no, so... No, 25 levels a week is a I lot easier so, math. Yeah, there's 14 I, weeks left, counting this week. If you count today, there's 14 weeks until the first week of November, because I want to give myself from the 1st to the 19th in case I screw up. So let's let's give myself a little <laughs> runway. So yeah. 14 weeks. Um, It's 25 levels a week for me. That's a lot more than 25 for you. Easy. Easy. The uh, I, I can tell you it's it's worth it as as the I guess the only person here to have everything leveled, uh, it's great. Yeah, the the Amaro um, amount is uh, amazing. The music that comes along with it, it's it's spectacular. So I wish you both luck. Uh, I guess I'm going to be playing New World in, <laughs> until Endwalker drops. It's like, all right, well, here we go. I'm just waiting. Good time for to this. take a break. It is good time to take a break. That's what I definitely recommend. Like, cause like one of the things a lot of people don't realize especially with a lot of the new sprouts coming in and i couldn't be happy for them and i'm actually not specifically worried about a sprout right now but it's the veteran who got uh, who maybe came in with the last wave of you know of wow you know like being being doing what they do and uh and essentially they like get caught up they're all caught up on the story they're ready for the expansion that hype will keep you glued to this game uh, at, yeah. like I will feel it. I know when I, after, like, if we're fortunate enough to get to go back to the media tour, uh, if we get to go and do that, I know that it's going to be an act of my will to not play final fantasy 14, because I'm going to be really excited about what's coming. Even if we don't go to the media tour October, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're a month out, you know, a month and a half out. Like I gotta, oh, I need to make sure I do my inventory. Like there's plenty of things for me to do. Like Final Fantasy 14 isn't for lack of content. In fact, every Friday right now, uh, me, Chris, Benny, and, and our friend Reality, we're been doing deep dungeon dives. Like we're trying to get the clears on those. So like, that's just something that, that comes up organically when you don't have to level like, you know, 25 some odd jobs uh, to get caught up with everybody. Uh, so I'm just like, yeah, let's find something to do. And there's plenty of things to do. There's plenty of challenges to be had. And it's fun playing with friends. Like that's one of the real strengths, the real secret sauce of the game. Uh, community is amazing. But uh, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that I, I don't let myself get burned in, into the hype. But I, you talked about leveling two jobs. And I, I want to get back to that because I'd like to get a clear, uh, clear answer because I know we kind of just bounced around with tanking is on Fridays with you. But what is your overall leveling strategy? Is it always two jobs? Um, what, what advice would you give, uh, to the, uh, new, uh, new players coming in? Yeah. So I would say anybody new coming in, I focus on the MSQ entirely. Um, some people you will probably over level for the MSQ, like your level will be higher than the story quest level is most likely. So some people bring up a second job for that, which totally valid either way. I don't worry about wasting the XP cause I'm all about that story life. Um, but if you're worried about that, you can do that. I like leveling two at a time because it kind of changes things up a little bit. Um, sometimes I prefer to just like zoom through on one. Like I leveled red mage very quickly because mm -hmm. I just really loved the red yeah. mage story. And, um, generally I feel like lower levels. I really like the hunting log. Um, I love the MSQ roulette now. I didn't do the MSQ roulette for three years. <laughs> ever. I adore it as it. a content creator it's and great. I despise it for what it represents in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Simultaneously. I hate what you like, like in both, like I a hundred percent am like, I am doing this every day that I remember to do it. And this should absolutely be deleted. Like, <laughs> I think it's a good recovery for them. I think it's important <laughs> that it's in there because of where we are now. I think they would probably do it differently if they could like go back from the get -go. Rebuild it with the trust system, get rid of the roulette. Yeah. 
I think they would. But since we're here, I think it was a good recovery because I feel like it would just be the worst thing to get in there and have that much story packed in. And like Nero starts talking and all of a sudden you're done with the dungeon. You're like, that seemed important because mark my words, there's some important lore in there. Right towards the end, I feel like there's some lore that's going to be coming up. If it wasn't isolated into coin flip, free level while eating lunch roulette, then (laughs) you would you would get it in a dungeon queue like a leveling roulette and everybody would immediately leave like oh 50 minutes yeah no thank you yeah 50 minutes for a free level oh how's it tuned oh i don't have to do anything yeah you just hang out yeah that's fine i can watch a netflix show while i you know just kind of sit down so so me and chat the other day said that they put it on their laptop on their kitchen counter and they got praetorium which pray for pray and so they got praetorium which is the way to get it and they were prepared Okay, so they they prepared for Praetorium. They then began chopping vegetables, sautéing. They made a full stir fry. They ate the stir fry. They cleaned up after the stir fry, <laughs> and they had not yet finished Praetorium. That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. You got to go with the double or triple dip. Chris and I often talk about uh, the triple dip with our like network that we've like accidentally built out with the work to game gaming kind and Ginger Prime. Speaking of which, just as a self promo plug, uh, guys, if you're already watching live, be sure to hit that like button and subscribe. Uh, also, if you're watching or listening on MP3, be sure to rate the podcast. We'd love uh, the, re- the reviews. But um, I also saw some people talking about New World or asking questions about New World. Just be sure to follow Ginger Prime. Uh, that's where I've been having all the New World coverage. If you have any questions about that game and guides, etc. Anyway, self promo over. Uh, Moody will have time for New World. She has 67 jobs. She's got, 60, she's got a lot of XP to get. Um, <laughs> but it's like we talk about like, hey, okay, well, oh, I talked about this. Like, maybe you talk about this and then maybe we come together. So if you're going to be running prey, like be thinking about like what else you you can be doing during that time. Because like I literally, I can't, I can't do it. I I cannot do it. People are like, how do you level 80? I'm like, I, I think I've done one MSQ. I got prey and I was like, never again never so uh good luck to all those who do it just have some homework or have a movie to go watch at the same time or i don't I know Chris. Say, go ahead it's gotten pretty fun and ridiculous because people will like make up their own stories in there people will wear ridiculous glams i usually just <laughs> hang out with like my chat so it's fine but people will be like everybody's over it now and it's great like it is just a delight to read the party chat sometimes and just like see what's going so on. When I get a job to 80 and I settle in on that class, I always use a ridiculous glam. So my 100%. tanks are all metallic pig suits. Perfect. Isn't and it a my pig healers of are color? all metallic chicken suits. I pray for more animal glams. I genuinely do. There's the, the frogs. There's the frog. There was the rabbit last year. There's the my crafters are all chocobo suits. There's yep. you there's like a Moogle costume. There's, there's, you got, you got options. I need um, more. I think that next expansion, it would be appropriate if they'd give us an elephant glam. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, that, that almost, what year is it next year? Because typically and traditionally uh, mounts and things like that rely, relay on the Zodiac calendar. I know. I still have my horse head from uh, the year of the horse. We got to go do a one-time quest line where they uh, talked about, how ridiculous it would be if people rode horses instead of chocobos. And we got to run around and deliver things with a horse head on to, to be it. appreciative of how great chocobos are as the majestic beasts they are, because all, otherwise we would be riding something silly like horses. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it was good. What's your favorite mountain game? The hard-hitting questions here on yeah, these are the, the these are the deep questions. I love my Kokobo because he's my little best friend and battle partner. But other than that, I really, really like my little Spriggan mount. I love how hard he works to hold you up on his little basket of jewels. Um, how did you get that one? I think it was Mog Station. It was a gift. Uh, it's super cute. It's my PvP mount because. He has such a sense of urgency that that really fits for PvP for me. Yeah. I also like, I mean, I try to use my mount roulette button as often as I can just to kind of give them all some love. Um, but I like my uh, Spriggan. I like my little Corpacur. I love my Space Whale. That was also a gift. Uh, and oh, my Hunt, uh, my Hunt mount, the lion with the crown. 
one of my favorite things in the game entirely. It's so beautiful. What about you, Chris? What's your favorite mount? Namatu. The Namatu mount. It's got one like passed out hanging off the back. Yeah, like, that's a good call. You know, I've got like a person with a pig suit hanging off the other side. Like it, it's perfection. Would uh, um, would it be even? The, it was the one time they added a beast tribe where I wasn't like, that's really cool. They added the beast tribe and I was like, well, that's what I'm doing every time I log in. Like yeah. immediately. It's like, Chris, we need you in the instance right now. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Like I have to finish my Namatu dailies. They won't be here when I get out of the instance. I have to finish them now. Yeah. So uh, would you love it even more if you got it uh, uh, gilded in that regards? I said that I would buy the gilded if I ever got to 100 million gil. I don't see how I get to 100 million gil when in the last three months I've given away 4 million gil and have spent only one stream making gil. That is not a sustainable pace. Yeah. Uh, we'll do so maps. We'll do maps. I got to I got to yeah, like a map stream. Yeah. Map stream you could make maps on maps maybe. Maps yeah. Maps. You can make a million gil if you get a good map day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I man. Can see, I, can I see love that. maps. I love how that works like, in this game. But leveling, right? Leveling is doesn't make a whole lot of money. Running no. running running level 30 dungeons where you get something that's best and highest use is mm -hmm. 120 grand company seals. You're like, yeah. well, that did nothing. I'm going to get to John's uh, question uh, here uh, for the panel, but I do want to answer my own question regarding the mount. Uh, I have to say it's my twin Tanya mount, which you get by oh, yeah. inviting players into the game. If you guys aren't aware, you can go out to the MOG station and get a code, link, email, whatever, whatever, like your friends get joined and connected before they subscribe for the first time. And you might be also writing that twin Tanya mount. And it is amazing, in my opinion. Uh, so I, I, I love that. I love my 1.0, uh, Gubu and legacy, uh, like, uh, mounts, but I just never really ride them. Uh, I, I tend to stick with kind of dragons and uh, the most, the most proud I am of my, of a mount is the PVP mounts for the Garrow event. So I got all those and, uh, it's nice when those get pulled out in roulette because everybody's like, where did you get that? And it's awesome because I'm like, I earned this. It took me a long time to get this. And then at the same time, I'm like, I hope they bring that event back at some point because they're not available. It's like, it is that sense yeah. of like, oh, uh, in that regards. But the best part of those mounts is the way they take off from ground to air. I earned one and was like, that's enough PVP. Uh, so I got I got one. I have the silver one. It's good enough. Um, but for a PVP mount where you're on the ground, they're this like metal horse. But when you take them out of PVP, which you earn them in PVP and you take off, there's like, big metal wings like just fly so out cool. and they're, they're this amazing beautiful metallic pegasus um such a graceful transition absolutely so john says i love the stream thanks john uh, as a new player to final fantasy 14 do you recommend one character for all jobs or multiple characters thanks for any tip and advice moody questions yours we'll just go we'll go around the horn I will say, um, first of all, do whatever's in your heart. However, I think making an informed decision is always the best. So one of the draws of Final Fantasy XIV for a lot of people is that you can play every single class on the same character, every single job on the same character. I have an alt. I created it because I wanted a Rogadin because they're gorgeous. And I wanted to go through the MSQ again on an actual character. Um, I know some people that do have an alt for every class because they like to have like a different character and a different race and a, just a different look, not have to worry about inventory. There's no better way to do it. Um, doing all of the classes, leveling them all on the same character, just keep an eye on your inventory because I don't and I am feeling it. <laughs> there is a, uh, a value in having them all available because it's you build up a reputation as your character. Yeah. So it is nice to say, like, this is my character and I can do all these things. But what do you think, Chris? Uh, would you recommend one character for all jobs or multiple characters? I think all on one will satisfy the majority of the base, uh, the majority of the player base. The reason to have more than one is you want to experience MSQ and get experience as opposed to New Game Plus was not always available. It is now. Um, it does not give experience. And so it can help you feel like you're getting something out of it. So if you want to level a different class through MSQ, the only way to do that is an alt. Uh, RP is a common reason to want like a different people who feel like I want to look different when I'm this job. I want to interact with players and have this different personality. Um, I want a different character to be to represent this other job. Uh, and then raid lockouts. So people that raid at the top end that want to raid across multiple armor types. Um, so they have like a tank and a healer or they play two DPS and DPS can screw off. Um, <laughs> then they they want to be able to get raid lockouts. And each week you can only get 
so much raid loot, right? And your weekly tone cap and all that, it's capped. And so if you you either have a half level, you're, you're alternating, and then you're really not optimally playing anything, or you're optimally playing one, and then the other job just feels like it's getting further and further and further behind until further into the raid cycle. And so sometimes you'll see raiding characters or people who didn't originally raid, they have all their characters level on one, and that's what they do their main on. And then because they raid, they're like, oh, I keep this other character um, other than that, all the other reasons that I've seen have gone away over the years. So it used to be so I could play with people on different servers. We can now jump servers. And then it was now I want to play with different people on data centers. That's going away as well. And so like all the other things are going away. I will warn you to people with multiple characters, this game was not designed with multiple characters in mind. And uh, the code base designed the number of account-wide codes, the item IDs, as a fixed number. Mm. So they have a static number of account-wide item IDs they can use. So every time they add an item to the game, a mount or anything like that, if they give it one of those account-wide item IDs, that's one less forever. And so they are very, very cautious to use account-wide. It's not just a, like a toggle because they didn't, they didn't build the game with that foresight. Yeah. The mindset of uh, like being in that end game progression and wanting to push all three rolls or five rolls or I mean technically when you get in the melee they all use different gear sets so like there are you know even outside of that you could have like even a greater level potential uh, characters if it ends up being a lot of work where the game just kind of makes it easier so if you're not trying to min max out that you know like oh I want to have a, a maxed out tank a maxed out healer a maxed out caster uh, and then if you go on from there, even to the melees, like each week, then honestly, I think, you know, the, the overall pace of the game is is great for the one character, multiple jobs perspective. And you could even decide to split that up across two characters later. I would really focus in on getting at least one job on one character to cap and then deciding what is best for you. And so if it ends up being that you feel like you might go in that direction, then on that character, stick with a specific role and then take another character and, and say, this character is going to be my tank or, you know, my healer or something like that. But uh, there's really no wrong answer. Like Moody said, I think you said it right. Like the, whatever, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. That's the mm -hmm. official also Square Enix uh, stance in that regard. The head writer for Endwalker, the finale of the story, who also wrote the Dark Knight quest, beloved, beloved writer. Um, when she was asked at FanFest, the theme of the expansion to give us a hint of the theme of the expansion. She refused to give us the theme because she said, I do not want why we enjoyed the expansion, what we look forward to about what this expansion tackled to imply that that's the right way to play or the only way to play. And what I would rather do is there are people who play in ways we could never picture as developers. And if they're having fun, they're doing it right. And so if I had to name a theme, it would be have fun. And that's all she would say. She like, just nope not i'm not going there um so if you are having fun and you're not hurting somebody else's fun you're doing it right yeah but i definitely recommend at least having a couple of roles leveled whether you do it in one character or multiple because that's going to give you a lot of flexibility when it comes to party comp uh that way you can say you know what hey we were thinking about doing this oh my friend can come but they only have one job like when you run and you will run into that situation it's I wouldn't knock them. You know, everybody's new. They're all still like, Hey, this is the first one I'm leveling up. Right. So they don't have that flexibility, but as you play and become a veteran, having that level of flexibility going like, Oh, I'll tank. Oh, I'll heal. Oh, I can come as a DPS. Like it really makes party comp so much more comfortable, especially like when you, let's say uh, like Moody, do you raid or do you play with your community at all? Do, like, uh, is that a big part of your stream? Oh yeah. And that's why I started leveling the alternate roles was because I wanted to be able to fill more for whatever. And it's way better now for me at least. Cause we play together like every day we do something in group and it's way better for me to be like, Oh, I can just run whatever. Like if I'm leveling something in particular, then people are very kind and are like, you do you and we'll fill. But I like being able to help people no matter what role they're on and be like, I'll just come like tank this extreme for you on synced real quick and we'll get you the completion or like let's run maps or we can you know do bahamut's coil and synced and we'll all kind of go on whatever and just get everybody the completion for it it feels really good to be able to play with your friends no matter what it does make it a lot easier you're right i will and say i don't warrior. know if you finished any roles yet but uh your your warrior being your last tank you talked about armory space being tight that goes away as you finish roles every level you put on a warrior now all of the tanking gear below that level you're done with forever because they'll never add a tank that uses anything below 
because we always go back at expansion. Mm -hmm. So the new jobs being added start at level 70. So there's no reason for anything below level 70 unless you have jobs below level 70. Um, so as every time you get an entire role past a certain threshold, 30, 50, 60, 70, 80 are kind of the thresholds I would break the game down to, um, everything below that just kind of disappears. And so that armory is really tight if you're somebody who's jumping around and has like, I have 16 jobs at 16 different levels. Um, that's a lot. But as you start to say like, okay, all my tanks are at 80, all my healers are at 80. Um, they really do sync up quite well. Uh, casters and casters get a little weird because Blue Mage keeps a second set and Melee gets weird because that's, mm -hmm. I don't know, sorry. I experienced that on crafters and gatherers. All my crafters and gather gatherers are at 80. And yeah. it was the most freeing feeling to throw away <laughs> all so of them. much. It's beautiful. Mine were all over the place. There was yeah. so much crafting gear in my armory space. There's a lot. I don't necessarily recommend having a bunch of crafters at random levels nope. and having no. a bunch of... Do one to cap to see if you like crafting. And then if you do, do the other seven together. That's what I did. I tried to do that. I there, varied a little bit. There's a also, 50 thing. Like I see Chad over on Twitch talking about like getting them to 50 is a really good staging point because crafting also becomes way different post 50 because you can literally nope. just stay in town as opposed to like going to location to location. And it's, and I forgot that. I remember when I was like, had a couple that were sub 50 and everything else I was like, this is great. Zip, 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 zip. And then it's like, oh wait, I'm 39. Arrow slow. What do I have to do? Oh, I gotta. I actually have to go out to the place and deliver that, yeah. which is a relic of the 1.0 system in a way. So it's like at the core of it. That's where we go. Now we got a question from chat saying uh, Nathaniel asking, "What are your favorite glamour sets?" Moody, go for it. Oh, okay. There's this one chess piece <laughs> from PVP. Listen, PVP is worth it for a lot of reasons. Give it a try. The glamour is stunning, incredible. It is a I think you can wear it on a paladin. It's this like Valkyrie warrior energy chest piece. It has like this huge like skirt cape situation. It's like 2000 Wolf's Marks. It's beautiful. That is my favorite chest piece in the game right now. Uh, I really like the 2B leggings, obviously, don't we all? Because I can just pair them with anything and you just feel like you're ready to take on the day. Uh, and then <laughs> what else do I like? I have all of my glamour plates full and I do a glamour theme each week, like a new one. So I'll just like make a new glamour and the fam does it too. And uh, a lot of the stuff from the gold saucer right now, I'm really liking actually. I didn't realize how much glam they had. So, and it's all in sale. So it's a good time to go get it. What do you think, Chris? What you, you had a favorite? So I play MMOs for the multiplayer component. I, I play to be around other people. Even if I'm doing solo content like fishing, I adore when I see another fisher across the river. That's what first enthralled me about MMOs. The first time I logged into my first ever true MMO was World of Warcraft. And the first time I logged in, my very first character creator was a night elf. And I run over that hill and I go to kill that, that little cat for the first quest. And somebody else runs up and hits the cat with me. Like, literally changed my life. I do this full time for a living now. I had no idea where I was headed at that moment. It has literally changed my life. And that is what I cherish. Final Fantasy has decided, no, 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 no. You're going to be watching movies and you're going to be reading books. This is a story-based game and not all these cutscenes are going to be skippable. So my like, you know, uh, malicious compliance in me loves, I adore when they are having this meaningful moment and the music is changing and the emotions are high and it pans to your character and it is the blank face of like a chicken head or the stuffed pig suit. I love when it's to other characters and they're in like the AF gear. They're all kitted out. They look like a warrior of light or a warrior of darkness. They're here to charge on, to save the realm and in the background is... It's just so chicken. goofy mascot. <laughs> and you can see the stitching running down it. It's delightful. It makes my day every time. Uh, because their characters make serious eye contact with that chicken suit. Uh, the Chocobo suit is just as delightful because the Chocobo suit's a true mascot where your character's face, you can see inside the, the mouth. The mouth is open. And so you Terrifying. can see your character. And so it's just even... It's it's not even like I'm playing as a pig. It's like no, no, I'm in a joke. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. I I I just wanted a uh, 
a cowboy hat and I couldn't have one on uh on my row and so i ended up uh, uh fantasying back with my last fantasia like i've just had these in my inventory uh since like they first introduced the system so i was like all right i'll check out row and i was a row for two years i loved it i miss it uh but also i was an elf before that i was i came over from 11 with that so it, like glamour for me has just never been the driving factor there's a handful of pieces i'm like all right i'll just make a glamour plate out of that but just like I didn't decorate my house, like honestly, I barely dress myself in the real world. So <laughs> it's like, all right, like okay, this work is this fit, cool. Uh, but I finally got a cowboy hat, so I'm ro rocking a cowboy hat elf, uh, elf boy right now, which feels about right, which feels really appropriate overall. So I'm quite, I'm quite pleased with that, uh, with that aesthetic. And I guess essentially I might just complete it or whatnot. I, I want a cowboy hat in real life, but Julie has told me no because we're too much. <laughs> like we might be from Texas, but we're still city texas we're not we're not country texas i'm like i got boots i got the belt i gotta complete it with the hat and since i can't have that in the real world I, i'll have that in this fantasy land of eorzea in that regards <laughs> you what is the cowboy hat well, i so just fun. i just think it would complete the uh the overall aesthetic but she's just right to be clear and not make it seem like wow his wife just really drew a line there she got him a billboard for yeah. his birthday. So it's not that she won't do crazy stuff. Oh man. That it's billboard. just the hats are over the line. Yeah. If y'all want to see my reaction to the billboard, I have it actually posted on our discord. If you're ever curious, you're still listening. Uh, you can always use the command discord while we're live and, or uh, you can always check out the description of our videos for our discord link. If you want to kind of get teamed up with us, Moody, talk to me about uh, your streaming uh, setup as we go into and Walker, you said you're going to focus in on story first. This is kind of the thing that I'm always generally curious. But one of the things that does have me really concerned, not for you, but for those who are new to 14 mm -hmm. and are getting a huge turnout for the Sprout streams because people want to see them experience the story, but yet don't realize that come Endwalker streams and views are going to be way down. Yeah. Like, is that a big reason why you just want to get the story done so people can come hang out without fear of uh, spoilers? How do you handle that uh, as a content creator? It's definitely a consideration. My biggest concern is spoiling things for people that are maybe Sproutlings and don't realize. Um, so my current plan, I've thought about this a lot. Um, I'm just really more concerned about making it like comfortable for everybody, which with an expansion is just going to be spoilers. And the story is my favorite part. I really, really have some, like I said, theories and stuff. And I just want to get in there before I get something potentially spoiled for me, even on accident. This community is incredible about spoilers, but I just know I'm going to log on to Twitter to like check a message and see a beautiful piece of fan art and like put two and two together. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is give it a day because I got the early access, of course. Um, and I think I'm going to give it a day to let the people that are going to go after it, they're going to do it day one. Yeah. So I'm going to let them get ahead of me a little bit. And then I'm probably going to start the next day is my current plan. Um, Cause I just, I just won't be on social media for a day. You will see nothing of me on the internet other than on stream <laughs> on the 19th. And then probably the day after I'll start in on the MSQ. What do you think, Chris? Uh, so we're going to try something new. So, um, I've really been enjoying hanging out on stream with people and we've kept uh, streams pretty spoiler free. And if I want to tackle something spoilery, I can do bonus streams. So I would like to make sure that we can be a place for people that are uh, kind of at work and just want to listen to and talk about the game and not be spoiled. And so my plan is I've got a Sage to level, I've got a Reaper to level, I got my Warrior first and foremost. Uh, I want to get into the new, any new crafting, any new gathering. So there's lots to do. Um, so my plan is to hit it hard. It comes out, even with early access, it's the week before Thanksgiving here in the United States, which is a big federal holiday that people um, really try to spend time in and around family, either digitally or in person. And so uh, that's that next Thursday. So from it coming out to Wednesday, I'm going to play a lot, but I am going to skip all of the story because I don't mind seeing the bosses. You monster. That doesn't bother me. And I, I don't mind being out in the world. That doesn't bother me. It's your choice on how to define the word spoiler. And so I'm going to be doing that. But I'm going to skip every cutscene, the escape key constantly. And then my story alt will be there. And when we get back from the holiday, you know, looking at that kind of like early December time frame, somewhere in there, I don't have an exact day. I want to play through story on stream. And that will give everybody 
like a week to two weeks mm -hmm. because, you know, depending on people's work schedule and holiday schedules and things like that, um, they're saying this is the most story they've ever put in an expansion. So it could easily be 60, 80 hours. Oh. And so it could, it could easily take people, um, you know, two weeks to get through it, even if they're playing enough that their family members are like, hello. Um, I'm just not going to sleep. My, my sister lives in Romania. She's going to be in town that week. And I was like, I, I, I know you haven't booked your flights yet, but if you get in before Wednesday, <laughs> I'm not at home and don't come by the house. Do not perceive me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll Thanksgiving see you Thursday. Never matter. Yep. My, my current plan, I think it's going to fall under the, uh, right now I'm planning on taking Reaper through the story. Uh, the reason is, is that Summoner is something I've always done. I haven't been pleased with Summoner in, uh, in, in Shadowbringers, but that could easily change. Summoner could be amazing in, uh, in N Walker, but really thinking about it, uh, I would like to go ahead and get, uh, Reaper and Sage knocked out in terms of leveling and getting them through, uh, the overall to the cap of 90. And so my first thought is that I'm going to spend, uh, the first bit may hopefully not forever long, but when I do take time off to go play, uh, it's going to be focusing in on uh, Reaper and then Sage staging them to level 80. So first and foremost, no spoilers, just leveling up these jobs, getting them both to 80. And then hopefully, and I might, the thing I'm nervous about is that how long it takes me to get two jobs from 70 to 80, uh, depending on like where people are. Because if people are doing this, maybe uh, Zadnor is going to be like amazing and it doesn't take any time whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And that was awesome. What a good choice. Or Zadnor's like desolate because everybody's playing through the story. Oh God. <laughs> well, let's figure out what's the best uh, kind of way forward. So once I get them to 80, then I'm going to mark um, the, uh, my streams as spoiler streams and work uh, Reaper all the way through the story. So if it takes me uh, like a day, hopefully no more a day or two, uh, who knows? Like that's, I, I don't even, I, I don't even know what to expect because it's been so long since I had to level anything. Uh, humble brag. The, um, I'm just waiting to see what's going on now. Uh, I got a, a question here. Uh, I'm going to Jen Sendry says, and hopefully I didn't butcher their name. Uh, is the sign behind Moody a reference to AEW's ongoing JRPG sign wars? Uh, we were in Dallas last week and there were like four JRPG signs. Um, basic, I think it's backwards right now. Cause I normally have my camera flipped, but it says final fantasy eight is underrated because that is the truth. Um, everybody do your thing though. Like everybody's feelings are valid. Uh, I saw a million years ago a meme of someone holding up a sign that said that at a wrestling match, like completely unrelated. And I was like, that's true. And I want to do that because that's hilarious. So I've had the sign up behind me forever. I literally packed it in my car to move across the country. It's a little weathered, but it made it. And I just feel like spreading the word about one of my favorite Final Fantasies is uh, crucial. <laughs> so that's why I have it. <laughs> I'm excited that there are sign wars happening as long as they're like love and not like violence wars. <laughs> I I don't know about the uh, the reference to the AEW's uh, JRPG sign wars, but now I must go to Google and learn more about that. But yeah, Final Fantasy uh, Eight is underrated. That's the mm -hmm. that's the name. Would you like it's to see? Flipped. Would you like to see uh, more? Uh, like what what would be a good follow up to Final Fantasy Eight in terms of its systems and design what do you think a good follow-up like a good game to play after it well um i was thinking like what would you like to see square next would you like to see them do a sequel because we've seen sequels to some of the games final oh fantasy 8 2 would you like to see them do a final fantasy like 8r kind of like in the in the vein of final fantasy 7 don't you <laughs> shake your head <laughs> yeah remake <laughs> r is fine dash remake, 2 yeah. is a lie 100% agreed. Yeah, I 100 million percent. The way that they've treated the 7 remake thus far, no spoilers, uh, I would simply die. I don't, I mean, it wouldn't be the same, but the way that they have honored the original game, shall Ours we say. Ours a neat idea. It's, yeah. Dash 2 is how you screw, I don't know how old I was, out of, out of, out of a purchase when it would take me six months of allowance to buy another game. Yeah. I, I love so Final mad. Fantasy X too. Like Chris hated I it. it. I love X too. I really did. But your feelings are valid, and I understand why you weren't a fan because everybody likes. Because ten is one of my two favorite games of all time. Yeah, that's the thing. And is like when it's you love not it. ten. And so by calling it ten two instead of another number, it's like, oh, cool, more of my favorite game. Ten two right. 
is yeah. best experienced as a separate game because the one thing it's not is 10-2. Like, it's so point. different. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I would probably not want like a sequel situation but a remake i was scared i was shaking my boots about the seven remake let me tell you i was very very nervous about that but um i just simply wept the whole time it was incredible and i highly recommend that if anybody played the original seven that you play the remake it will change your life i'm just saying top five uh final ac uh games in your opinion starting with the, with the with the best what is the best Final Fantasy game and then just give me your top five because i think overall it really helps the final Fantasy community to uh uh, completely discount your opinions <laughs> from this whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can see where we're at with each other now. Yeah. Oh, I see. No? What's yeah. up? Uh, you can count 14 or not. I honestly, it's uh, everybody has their own list. Some people include the MMOs. Some people don't. I will not include 14 because I do feel that 14 having perhaps references to the other games, like it's its own thing. Um, so for me, eight, seven, nine, six, and 10. What do you kind think? of in that order, yeah. But like, well, it depends. It always depends on my mood. Have I eaten today? They'll, it could literally impact how I feel yeah. about certain uh, Final Fantasy <laughs> games. Chris, what do you think? I'm not answering that. I already, I already pissed plenty of people off in the community. Well, we know Ten's your number one. I'm, I'm already, I'm already a, a notorious great. story skipper. And ten, ten is one of the greatest games of all time. And if you don't like sphere grids, you need to look deep inside of yourself and question if you like joy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blitzball would be game changing, and the fact that we had to swim through the Ruby Sea and not really get any meaningful underwater content tied to it beautiful and not f accidentally discover a Blitzball arena down there like, what are we Aww. doing? <laughs> that would what be are we so doing? Fun. Um, so like, no, no, that's all right. All right. I, I have listened to Brian do an entire podcast over the tier list of all of them with yes. Invictus. Oh, and I am distinctly show. aware of the fact that already when I say that I disagree with somebody in the community's opinion, or I don't like something about 14, that I already have people who come in to let me know on everything we've posted that I'm wrong. I think it's good that you don't like everything. And I think it's good that you feel comfortable saying that because let me say, I love the story in 14. People come in and apologize to me about skipping the story. And I'm like, no, no, you should play the game how you want to play the game. Like there's nothing yeah. wrong with skipping it. If you don't like Final Fantasy VIII, we can still be friends. Like my enjoyment of something does not impact whether you enjoy it. My 14 experience is way different now because I played from ARR to now and Shadowbringers yeah. was the first time I did the story in a, in a real meaningful way. And so now to go back to re-clear is like from the very first opening scene yeah there are things that like you could not have known when you started then that you do now and so um it's a it's a big flashback i mean you're getting a chance you're getting it like you're getting a chance to meet the person that you married later like you're getting a chance to go back and meet your best friend later. You're also getting to go back and meet somebody who ruined your life later. Like how <laughs> cool is that to go back with so much foresight because Shadowbringers did a great job of telling the story in a way where, yes, there's a couple of moments where I was like, I, I think that's supposed to mean something. Uh, but most of it was written. 95% of Shadowbringers was written where I got it, I grasped it, it was mm -hmm. great. They explained it. Uh, there was enough like epithets in there where it's like, Brian, the controller guide guy. And so like, it, yes, it's not all of Brian, but it gave you enough context. You're like, okay, that's a starting oh. point. And if yeah. I want to know more from him, go back and play the previous games. Uh, and so it definitely made me want to know more about previous content in a way that that content didn't on its own. All right. Well, Moody, uh, floor is yours. Where can people find you? What do you got coming up? Ooh. Feel free to promote yourself any way you feel like it. Oh, thanks. Um, I am Moody Mumba on Twitch and also some other social media, but mostly I just stream a lot. Uh, I stream 14 mainly, like I said, and then uh, once a week, hopefully twice a week coming soon, I do Moody After Dark, so I do like a variety game right now. It's The Witcher 3. 
Um, I just hang out in Eorzea a ton. Um, we talk in the Discord about food and pets and 14 and all the good things. And I'm just basically going to be working on my lead up to Endwalker. I'm really excited. We do something on Monday sometimes where we go back through the stories, like we're doing the normal raids and all the Alliance raid stories again, just kind of freshen up a little bit. We just recently went back through the MSQ. So yeah, we just kind of chill and hang out and I talk about food a lot. So you're going to be hungry. What time do you normally stream? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I start at 9 a.m. Pacific time and go kind of forever, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but yeah, 9 a.m. Pacific time, sharp every day except for Sunday and Saturdays. I start at noon Pacific. All right. Guys, be sure to check out Moody Mooma, all her content, just her wonderful personality. Um, congratulations on making partner this year as well. A big Thank part of the, you. apparently the rush of Final Fantasy 14 content creators getting that, uh, check mark over on Twitch. So guys, go give her, uh, go give her a shot. Check oh, her out. told Amazon the story was ending. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are here today. The, uh, that's Definitely so funny. All right, guys, that's going to wrap us up for this podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is the crystal core radio show, uh, episode 82. And thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you did like favorite, subscribe, share clip all the wonderful social media stuff. We'll see you next time. But until then, be awesome.